Welcome to the ghost train. Tickets, please. Take your seat and enjoy the ride. All aboard! <laughs> On today's episode, I chatted with Adam, a ghost investigator from Liverpool. He started up his own team called Scorpion King Paranormal. Adam contacted me after he listened to episode six of the ghost train, Sean's Ouija experience. He wanted to tell me about his experience using a Ouija board inside at an abandoned haunted mental institution. And let me tell you, his story didn't disappoint. We also talked about his equipment he uses while investigating and his favorite encounter while investigating a pub in England. It left him absolutely terrified. All right, next stop, Scorpion King Paranormal. All aboard the ghost train. Let's go. So welcome to the ghost train, Adam. How are you doing? You're calling all the way in from uh, Liverpool in the UK. So across the pond from where I am here in Toronto. And uh, you were and me had started kind of connecting on on Instagram and talking about uh, one of your Ouija experiences after you had listened to Sean's Ouija experience, one of the episodes that we have on the ghost train right now. So yeah. take it away. Let's hear your, uh, your Ouija board experience. Yes. Okay. We'll start off. It was in a hospital, a mental asylum in Liverpool called Newsham Hospital. Started a paranormal investigation like any other. But throughout the investigation, we were getting the odd um, feeling as though some, someone was touching us. Right. So we'd, um, we'd bring the sublater on in the weed board. We had planned to see if anyone would come through and come forward and admit to that. So we went up, we'd done a few weed boards the other night. We got a bit of activity, not much, but... All of a sudden, when we done our Ouija board in one of the certain rooms, we got the same feeling. Someone touched us. The thing was this time, as I was touched, I was backed against the corner. So there was no one and no chance for anything to be behind me. Right. And so it just yeah. grabbed onto you? Or was it yeah, just like, pushing you or pulling you? It was more like uh, just like a bit of a slap, like on the back. Okay. So it was like trying to, like, not a bit a slap to cause any harm. It was more to get like get your attention. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, so okay. we went from there with the Ouija board going, and we asked out and a girl come through. I can't remember the girl's name off the top of my head right now, but um, she come through and dead innocent girl. The questions we were asking, we were going along asking like how old she was, how come she was here, and she was come through as a young girl, and um, she was in the orphanage at the time. It, the hospital used to be an orphanage before it got turned into a mental asylum. Okay. Um, for the, it was for the seamen, the seamen's uh, children. Who, so when they lost their fathers at sea, they'd go to this yeah. orphanage. This young girl who we were speaking to, she was coming across how she lost her young brother and so, and I was there playing games, like tapping us throughout the night. So we mm-hmm. found the fun. We thought it was just a young girl messing about. But then... It went quiet, the Ouija board, we didn't get no more activity for about a good five, ten minutes. And we just as we were going to give up, the glass moved again. We thought, we've got another spirit here. So we asked out, is this another spirit? And it went, yeah. And then we asked the questions again. How old, yeah, what happened, yeah, yeah. Trying to find out a bit about the spirits um, we, we were contacting with. Yeah. But it come, it come through this time. And it was saying it, it was someone who knew me, like knew myself quite well. So it was confused me a bit so I asked a bit more into it how do you know me um, how, how long have you known me for quite strange but then well, the questions when we asked more questions and got more out of it it was it said it was a friend of mine who had committed suicide in school but that's a funny part I've never had a friend who was committed suicide when I was in school so it got me thinking is someone playing a game here yeah and, um, 
Yeah, it was a bit of a strange before. It's a bit weird. Come out of nowhere, random. One of the paranormal investors in the team. They they got onto it before I did, and she she sort of called out and said, "Are you playing around with us?" And straight away it went. Did the glass move to you? Oh really? Eh? It's strange. It's like, well, um, after it moved to you, yeah, one of the investigators asked was the young girl again, and it said, "Yeah." But um, did any part of you start to kind of question if you were even talking to a little girl or some sort of demonic entity? I've heard of of. Um demonic entities usually showing up as a little girl to try and gain your trust and, and lower your guard and then your guards down and then it can try and manipulate you a bit more and, and try and enter your realm to say like, yeah, you... that's what I, I thought and after it all happened there was um, at first like I said like you, like you said yourself come across as a young innocent girl so I didn't think nothing of it I felt oh, right. I might be talking to this young girl it's just, it seems like an innocent spirit nothing bad from it but then after the little games and that, I thought with a young, young innocent girl, they make this kind of thing up. It seems a bit sinister, especially no to say to say you're a friend of mine who's committed suicide. There's a bit of a, you think it's a bit of a, a bit too much for a young girl to do, as a joke. Yeah, no kidding, right? That's the whole thing. It's like, where did that come from? Little little girls shouldn't be thinking about that stuff, unless that the spirit is so old that it's it's seen so much like trauma and traumatic events in their in their I guess spiritual life and human life. So it's hard to to determine what you're dealing with, which is part of the fun and uh, of the investigation, but also it's just the mystery of of all this spirit life, right? Yeah, it's the good part about it. You never know what's going to happen next year. Yeah, and that's it's you're just waiting and trying to figure it out on the fly, and it's difficult, right? Yeah, it's difficult, but since I've been there, I'm starting to think more that it was wasn't that it wasn't a young girl. I, I believe now it was something a bit more sinister. So I've got it in me. I'm trying to get the dates booked in again, so I can go back and try and push more to see what it was. Right on. Did you get a name from her? I did get the name. I can't remember now off the top of my head yeah, what the I name was. So, yeah. oh, right, right. We spoke to a few other spirits throughout the night and put on the Ouija board to see as well. And this was just the one that really stuck with you in your memory though, then, eh? Yeah, because she was playing games and the games she was playing. And I just put the exact same thing for I've heard of these stories where the monarch presence can pretend to be innocent to gain me trust. And I thought, is this one of them situations? So that, that stuck on my mind, especially the um, the jokes she was playing. And she said she was following us throughout the night and that. Oh, really? Do you yeah. think that she could have followed you home? Um, I don't think she followed me home. I always, um, they're saying that, they say don't need that. There's a saying, uh, if something does follow you home, you get loads of bad luck on that. So you never know. Still, yes, yeah, to find out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, like, I've heard that people will end up getting like really bad nightmares or just start experiencing shadow figures in their home. And they can't really explain that stuff other than yeah. something must have followed them home from a, a location. Because, like, as a ghost hunter, you're really putting yourself out there to to these spiritual worlds, right? So you, you don't really know what you're dealing with. No, it's, you can sort of protect yourself to a limit, but if something comes home, then you've got to find other ways to try and get rid of that spirit out of your home, I suppose. Yeah. It's a bit of, bit of a risky situation at times, especially if you get a demonic presence or decide to follow you. So what... For yourself, yeah, being a paranormal investigator, how do you, what is your, I guess, like the one thing that really got you involved in this? What kind of pushed you over the edge to be like, that's it, I'm starting, I'm, I'm going to get involved with uh, ghost hunting and, and try and join a team of, 
of ghost hunters? Like what, what yep. piqued your interest to be able to do that? Was there an event that happened to you personally, or is it just kind of watching these TV shows and, and uh, wanting to do it yourself? Um, I've always been into it, but I've seen spirits from a young age where I've always been 50-50. I, I've just seen that. Can I explain this? Can I explain that? But then um, in my younger teens, myself and um, a friend, we seen a dark figure entity what what ran on us and it put me to the floor what and watched, yeah it, it was um, it was a great yeah. a graveyard but we were walking through this graveyard like it was graveyard but on the back of the graveyard it was like alleyway so we were just walking yeah. through the alleyway on our way home yeah and we, we dropped the football and it was rolling down like a slant into um, the entry of the graveyard so mm-hmm. I, thought, I went down and went down this little slant to get me ball as I went down I looked up as I looked up, I just seen this black, um, dark figure. The best way to describe it was like um, a monk, like hood, it looked like monk robes, and it r- ran at me. But as I ran, I fell back, um, and then it vanished. But I, just, mate, I thought, was that someone questioning myself? But as I turned, I was mate next to me, he was white, and he said, he, he saw it too, wood. eh? Yeah, he said he seen it disappear. But then also, what I didn't see, and he did, he said, there was more than one. There was a few others standing in different locations in the graveyard, looking, watch, watching over. Oh, shit. That's creepy. And then they just rushed yeah. you and it just bulldozed you over. Yeah, so since then, I've always been um, getting into it and trying to find out more about spirits and so on, what type of spirits there is out there. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's It's so crazy that there are so many different types of spirits that you hear about. You hear about oh. like the demonic spirits and then you hear about, I keep hearing about these monks with hoods as well, with, with like red eyes and... And even like animal, like um, animal spirits in the woods and stuff like that. So it's almost like it is another world that we're almost crossing over into. Yeah, definitely. There's like another door. I always say there's another door. Once you open that door, it's like a whole other world behind the door. When you're doing your investigating, what are some of the the tools that you guys are using for for your uh, investigations? Are you mainly using just uh, like the basic stuff or are you kind of getting into more... Um, intense things. I want to do my me, me own ones. We use Ouija boards and that, but um, this company we use in Birmingham, they use quite simple things at times, like mag lights and um, cat toys. But you can ask the spirits to uh, not like make, make themselves aware by like, turning the lights on for you or touching a K2 meter. Mm-hmm. We also use like spirit boxes, spirit boxes there as well, stuff like that. So you can go into loads of different types of technology, you've got cameras night vision ones, infrared ones. Right. And when you're using can... the spirit box, that's something that's always interested me, just on how it works. I, it's just so crazy how a spirit can come through that and actually make full sentences. Because that's the time when I think when it's a full sentence, it's harder to explain than when it's just a word. Because a word, you can it can just be jumbled up. But when it's a full sentence and you're getting that response, like, like an intelligent response back from it, it, it just makes it so much more, like, you you know that this piece of equipment is working. Yeah. Like, last time we went on a, with Birmingham and we used one there, we were getting intelligent responses there. They weren't long sentences, but we were asking questions like, if you want one of us to come forward and stand in the hallway, um, say the name you want. My name, as Adam, my name is, and come up saying my, my name. And I went, oh, God, I didn't hear that right, did I? And then come out and said it again. Repeated itself like two, three times, saying, repeating my name. Really? You can get um, intelligent responses. I haven't so far heard a full sentence come out of them yet. So the spare box is a brilliant piece of equipment. Um, you can get even 
better spare boxes, I suppose, with the price of them and so on. But I've had right. um, a bit of experience through them myself, not too much, but mm-hmm. a little bit. And how do you how do you like the digital recorders? Yeah, they're quite good. Um, I haven't got a hundred percent evidence on them yet. I've got, I've got one there myself. Um, I've got to listen to my last location. I went to Drake Lotus Tunnels, so I've got to listen back to that. Oh, right on. But it's good. They're good little pieces of equipment because you can just leave them to one side and go about yeah investigation and leave them there and then go back to them at the end of the night and get them and you just, oh just, yeah you just leave yeah just leave them sitting out yeah because you never know what's trying to con- like, communicate with yeah when you're not actually paying attention to that one thing you're doing your own like investigation yep. sounds so far what would you say your favorite investigation would be do you have one yeah it's a, i'd say at the moment it's close between the newsome hospital where i was telling you about with the ouija board or okay, yeah. there's, a, there's a pub in um, england in stoke called the leopard inn Okay. That's very active. It's a pub, um, but it's got an abandoned hotel. And that's where, last time I was there, I seen a full apparition of, of a figure walk out of one of the bedrooms. Whoa. So that's a very active location there. What did the apparition look like? Did it just look like a regular person, or was it uh, like a glowing kind of figure? No, it was what we make out, make out as it was dark. Um, you could just about see from the light down the corridor, from one of the cameras we had set up. I'd say it was about a six-foot normal-looking fella. Um, it was a bit of a dark, dark look. Like, um, wasn't a totally black figure. You could sort of see through him, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But um, we walked a big built fella. Um, but he walked out and walked about a foot or two foot down this corridor before disappearing in front of us. Did he kind of look like a shadowy figure then? If you could, like, kind of yeah. describe that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm thinking in my head to be like a dark figure and see throughish. Yeah, he was like, um, yeah, that's 100% how to explain him. Like, um, but also in that same corridor we were in, we would get st- um, stones thrown out of the, out the rooms. So we had to go in the rooms to investigate that there's no one in there to make sure nobody messing about in the location. And as we went into the rooms where the stones are coming out of, the rooms yeah. are totally empty and no way to get in or out without sort of seeing them. Active location there. No kidding. Seems like a lot of energy going around there. Well, at, at this point of your investigating career, like how many investigations would you say you've done to date? I don't know, about, about 10 so far. I've got yeah. five booked in already as well. Right on. And you're, so you're kind of just in like a learning learning phase right now, would you say? Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm doing now, learn everything I can. And so how do you actually end up getting your locations to let you do investigations? Are they kind of welcoming you with open arms? Are they contacting you or... Are you just reaching out to people to try and find a location to investigate? There's all, there's all different ways. Um, just certain, location, certain locations, they advertise on the internet so you can email them and you can investigate their locations for a set price. Or certain locations you can get, you can always join yeah. onto another paranormal group and they do an investigation with you on the team. How would, always a how, would someone wow. get, how would someone get involved with uh, ghost investigating? Like, how did you actually end up doing it? Um, like the regular Joe sitting at home, a regular girl sitting at home, wanting to get involved in ghost hunting. Yeah, like, what's the first step? What would you say? The easiest step is literally just get on the internet and look for paranormal investigations. And straight away, when you type that in, I know my my, my history on my Google comes up straight away saying Liverpool ghost hunts and all like different you know, companies offering their services yeah i don't have to say over your side of the water but on our side they have little companies like loads of us who are starting oh, yeah. out so toronto's got got heaps of them so yeah, that's the best way seems to like it's getting. starting to become a popular thing to to get into yeah it's going big over the years very big indeed yeah and so adam you're telling me that uh you're starting your own group do you have a name for your group yet yeah it's on my, uh, my page it's going to be called 
Scorpion King Paranormal Investigations. Oh, sounds pretty cool, man. And you're writing a book at the moment. Yeah, I've got um, well, I'm in the process of writing two books at the moment. So I'm um, one's about every paranormal investigation I go to, and um, all about technology I use, a little section about Ouija boards in there, and so on. And then the other ones all different loca- haunted locations around the world, and a bit mm-hmm. about them and the dark history and the spirits what reside in them locations. Very cool. And where do you think we'll be able to find this book when it's uh, all done and ready? My first one about all. The- Haunted locations will be out. I'm open 2019. That'll be on Amazon. Sweet. Um, and I'm not sure on the other one yet. It's going to take another. I'd say the one's going to take another two years before that's released. There's a lot more work that one. Seems like you got a lot on the on the go right now, my man. Yeah, busy. It's just it's open this paranormal door and it's open plenty more. Yeah, ending. that's great. So as we wind down here, I just last little thing I wanted to to ask you. If I ever come down to, to Liverpool, would you take me out on a ghost investigation with you? Yeah, too great, of course. Yeah? Okay, cool. That's uh, one of the things I've always wanted to do is go out on an actual ghost hunt, you know? I always found that that would be such a, a very cool experience to have. Obviously, you'd have to take the right precautions as you're doing it, but uh, I think being with you as a professional, you'd be able to take good care of me and, and point me in the right directions on things I need to do, right? Yeah, we'll uh, show you all different um, seances while you're there and sort of give you the equipment so you can try for yourself why we're also there with you. So you sort of know it's not any of us messing about. You can see it for your own for your own eyes. For sure, because that's the one thing I always, anytime I've ever used a Ouija board, I like I've never got one to work, and it's so frustrating to me. I don't know if it's just if it's me that's not uh, committed to it enough. I want it to work, but I can it just never ends up working, and then. You're sitting there for like 15, 20 minutes and the planchette hasn't moved and you're kind of just frustrated, so you leave it. But um, yeah. did, in your experience, did it just start working right away? Um, I've had a few times where it's not worked, but I've also had experience where when it hasn't worked, been to people who don't believe, they're too busy messing about. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, most of the time I've had Ouija boards working, it's quite a big group of people, so there's more energy and it's better doing one at a time where people who are doing it aren't tired. Because I've, I've been tired myself and I'm low on energy, I've had them where they won't work. Mm-hmm. So my best advice is be full of energy and as many people as you can get involved on it as much energy as you can for the spirits to come forward and make communication with you. Well, Adam, I, I really appreciate you taking the time. I know it took us a bit of bit of time to to really connect. We were talking a lot on, on Instagram, trying to find a time that would work for both of us. And I appreciate your patience. And from, from Toronto to Liverpool, we're, we're calling across the pond. And I love I love the international callers that, that are getting involved in the ghost train. And I appreciate it. And hopefully we get to hear from you soon. And you can uh, come back and tell another story about something that's been going on with your new company i'd love to yeah yeah all right Adam. thanks for being on the ghost train thanks mates all right take it easy that was adam from scorpion king paranormal he had some really chilling stories i love that one of him getting run over by a monk ghost in a cemetery not something that you hear about every day and keep an eye out for adam's book coming out later this year it really sounds like a great read and a great addition to anyone's collection of books dealing with the paranormal Make sure you follow Adam on Instagram at SK underscore paranormal underscore investigator to keep up to date and it should be available on Amazon soon. Don't forget to subscribe to The Ghost Train wherever you're listening to your podcast. We'd love your support. And if you're on Instagram, hit me up at Ghost Train Podcast or Twitter at Ghost Train PC. Check out my latest posts or DM me a message and let me know if you want to be on The Ghost Train and we can talk about some paranormal stories that you have today. Until the next train arrives... Good luck sleeping tonight.